0: As a financial producer and starting my own national financial marketing company from scratch, I spent over two decades working with the top producers from all over the country. This show is about translating the insights and secrets of these top producers that will get you closer to your ultimate goal, the building of a successful business. I'm Jerry Harabin. This is Extreme Producers. Welcome everybody to our next installment of Extreme Producers, Their Insights and Secrets. In today's podcast, we're going to go back to the book Extreme Producers, Their Insights and Secrets and talk about tips number 13, 14, and 15. Tip number 13 is embrace technology. Tip number 14 is a must and very important, building your brand, and tip number 15 is in today's world, is very important, and that is having a social media presence. In fact, you're going to hear me say that most top producers are hiring an outside social media person, someone that they can control the pay, someone who's not an employee, someone who isn't a yes person, someone who can give them good outside advice. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So welcome to Extreme Producers, their insights and secrets to the podcast. Agents often call me and say, how do I get consumers to contact me? The number one way to sell prospects is if you can get them to call you first. That changes the entire dynamic. Let me tell you a story. This goes back many, many years ago, even before social media was a thing, and we have a producer who is now a very, very top producer, and was a top producer at the time, but has risen his, his organization. He's built an agency. He's built out the, a call center. But he said a long time ago, when he got in the business, back in the 90s, he said he realized that he did not like to call on prospects. He wanted prospects to call him. He said that changes the entire dynamic. It changes everything. So he switched his entire practice way back about 20 years ago to all he did was direct mail. And in the direct mail, it was a flyer in an envelope. And he advertised one company. It happened to be a Medicare supplement company, a very popular one. And he used their rates and he mailed it out to various states around where he lived. And what's interesting about this flyer that he mailed in an envelope is it only had his phone number on it. That was the only way they could call him. So I talked to him later about why he didn't use a reply card. And he says, I don't like a reply card because, again, now I'm calling the prospect. I want the prospect to call me. Certainly it cuts way down on his leads. But he said it was worth it because he sold a lot more and it was a lot easier to sell the prospects if they were calling him. They were calling him when they had time to talk and they were calling him and wanted more information. And what's also interesting about the flyer is it quoted rates Medicare supplement rates from just one company. He didn't even quote multiple companies. He quoted one company, whether it was the best in their area or not. And of course, he tried to target mail to areas where his rate would be number one, two, or three. So he did have a top rate, but certainly he didn't always have the the best rate. But it was from a well-known company. And he did this for years. And when I met him, I was really dumbfounded that all he had on his flyer was his phone number. And now... (laughs) The next thing I'm going to tell you is even more crazy. He stated that when a prospect called him, he gave them a quote. And if they were interested, he would mail out the application. Or if they weren't interested, he would just mail out information about the product. And then he would never follow up. I said, I cannot believe that you would never follow up on someone you mailed out information to after they already called you. He says, nope. He says, I want them to call me. And so you can imagine the huge amounts of mail that he went through and his postage bill and his mailing bill was quite substantial. But even with that high overhead cost, he still sold lots of policies and to this day remains one of the top Medicare supplement producers in the country and certainly was consistently in the top 10 with that particular carrier that he advertised years ago. What I want you to learn from this top producer... Is the concept that we need to have prospects contact us then you're in the driver's seat you're viewed as the expert and they're asking you for information as opposed to you trying to call them on the phone trying to knock on their door you being the one that's approaching them they are now coming into your store so to speak as opposed to you going to their home As years went by with this agent, I taught him, and he's now doing, reply cards. Because once he started doing reply cards, now he gave people two ways to contact him. They could call his 800 number on the flyer, or there was a reply card that they could mail back in with a postage paid envelope. And that really opened up his world to more prospects. And then as he grew his organization and hired more assistants, they would start calling and following up on any applications that they mailed out. Because remember, he didn't even follow up on applications. He would mail out an application, and if it came back, great. If it didn't, he did not even follow up on it. So now once they started following up with it, once they started having reply cards, his business grew exponentially. But now let's go back, and now let's look at what you can do in today's world to have prospects call you. Again, it changes Everything. A prospect's calling you is way better than you calling on a prospect, even if that is a reply card to where they sent you a reply card and and they gave you their phone number and you're calling them back. Let's see if they can't view you as more of an expert. What are top agents doing? Well, let's go back to those three tips we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. One, embrace technology. Two, build your brand. And three, Use social media. In fact, based on what I hear from other top producers, rather than having that social media person be yourself or somebody in-house, hire someone who can do that for you. I certainly do that here at Premier Insurance Partners and it helps tremendously to have somebody else who's an expert at it, watching the progress and implementing the things that we want to do to get a bigger social media presence. What does a social media presence do for you? Immediately when you start having a social media presence, immediately when you do a couple other things I'm going to mention, you now are an expert. So, for example, two things we see a lot of agents doing in today's environment is, number one, doing podcasts. Just like this, they're doing podcasts. If you're like me, that you don't want to organize the podcast yourself, you have your social media person do that. And that's what I have. I have an outside social media person that edits all of my social media and then pushes it out to the proper social media places. So for the podcast, uh, he edits my podcast, and then he pushes it out to the proper podcast platforms for you to listen to. In other aspects, uh, he does all my advertising on the various social media accounts, whether that's Facebook, whether that's LinkedIn, whether that's, other social media outlets in fact there's some I don't even know and he's up-to-date on them he knows how to utilize them he knows how to buy advertisements he does everything and what's nice about having an outside social media person is they know how to buy the ads they know how to put it all together you just have to give them the content and they can make it so that it looks appropriate on various social media outlets so let me back up again what are the top agents doing of course they're using the social media person whether it's in-house or someone they hire outside of their company to do these things but what are they doing number one they have a presence on the various social media platforms that's a definite must have a presence out there it used to be you just needed a website and if you don't have a website you definitely have to have a website Because the first thing any of us do when we want to look up somebody, we look up their website. and We find out about them on their website. What are they doing? Do they have testimonials? We just want to find out. That's the first place we go to find out about a business is we go to their website. So if you don't have a website, you definitely want to get one right away. That's step number one. Step number two, if you're not going to build a social media presence on Facebook, LinkedIn, and other places, I would say the other number two would be start a podcast because as soon as you have a podcast you are now viewed as more of an expert if you have a podcast even if you don't have a lot of listeners you can advertise you can tell people that they can listen to you on your podcast they don't know how many listeners are on your podcast but if you have a podcast you are immediately more of an expert today than you were prior to having the podcast The next thing you can do to get out there, and this is, again, hugely popular, is to have a radio show. And you have to decide if a radio show is in your budget. But the nice thing about a radio show and why it is so popular among top producers is it gives you access to that radio station's audience. Unlike a podcast, you have to push it out there. But with a radio show, you are going to the radio's listening audience. And I will tell you that you probably have to do a radio show for six months before you have a significant number of leads coming in. But after six months from the top agents that I talk to, they have a steady stream of prospects coming in every month. And again, these prospects are calling you you're not calling them they're calling you it changes the whole dynamic plus because they've listened to your radio show and they've probably listened to your podcast they feel like they know you you are not an unknown they have confidence in you you are the expert there is a large degree of confidence in working with you a big degree of trust so let me back up again let's go through the steps again number one You definitely have to have a website. Hopefully you have that already. Number two... Get your information out there on the social media platforms. If you don't know how to do it or don't want to do it, and I I recommend that you don't, I recommend that you hire somebody else to get you out there on the social media platforms on a very, very regular, regular basis. So you can't be on social media if you're only going to post once every two weeks. You have to be posting regular. Number three, get yourself a podcast going for sure. And if it's in your budget, do a radio show now on the radio show we have a there are vendors out there and you can reply to this podcast and i can put you in touch with them but there are vendors out there that will do all the work for you they will help you with your weekly script they will help you record it they will edit it and they will find you the radio station of your choice they will negotiate the airtime with that radio station And then once you have purchased that airtime, after they have edited each of your weekly shows, they will put it out there on that radio station. Now keep in mind, your radio show is not live. It is recorded. Basically, it's a podcast that you're putting out there. It sounds like it's live on the radio, but it's not. So if people want to call you, they're calling into a recorded line and leaving a message which we'll call them back later. If they want to respond, they can respond via various social media accounts that you have. But these are not live shows that you have to be at the radio station every week to record. You're going to record them just like you would record a podcast and the vendor who does this will edit it for you and then they will put it on the radio station. So you might record your weekly show on any day you pick. Let's just say it's a Wednesday. So every Wednesday you're recording your show but it's actually playing on the radio station Saturday morning or whenever you pick your airtime. So again, let's go back through the steps again. Number one, make sure you have a website. That's where someone's going to go. That's where prospects are going to go immediately to figure out who you are. Number two, have a social media presence of some kind and be sure you're posting on a regular basis. Number three, do a podcast. It will make you an expert instantly. Number four, if you have the money, have it in your budget, start doing a radio show again very, very, I'm not going to say inexpensive, but it's not as expensive as I think you think it might be. So it's very, it's at a reasonable cost. I guess that's the best way to put it. And with all this, you're embracing technology, which is tip number 13. There's a lot more technology today than when Extreme Producers was written several years ago. And then also you're building your brand. You can target all these platforms to go after a specific audience so depending on what your audience is What type of uh, clientele you want you can target what radio station your radio show is on you can target social media where your advertisements are going and where your posts are going with the podcast obviously you're going to shoot that out to all your prospect base and you're going to have it out there for people to see and of course it will be attached to your website so all these things go hand-in-hand and if you don't know how to do it don't hesitate to get in touch with us at our social media platform for extreme production and Premier Insurance Partners or at Jerry Harabin at LinkedIn but we can put you in touch with people who can help you with social media we can put you in touch with vendors who can help you start a podcast we can put you in touch with people who can get you a radio program going and all these things are gonna make you an expert you're gonna have responses coming in again responses coming in to you where the prospect is contacting you as opposed to you reaching out and approaching them first so it's a, the best way to prospect is when your prospecting has the potential client calling you first. So thank you very much for listening to this edition of Extreme Producers, their insights and secrets. My name's Jerry Harabin. I look forward to hearing from you and hearing how social media is working for you. Have a very blessed day.